Hey, good morning. I hope you had a good rest. Sound is okay? Okay. So I'm going to talk about the less important part of our practice, the walking. Is that true? (laughs) So oftentimes I like to kind of point this out in the beginning of retreat. During the sitting, one of our favorite sounds, like at the end of the sitting. Right? The ringing of the bell signals the end of that sitting. And what that points out oftentimes, right? If that is a really pleasant sound, guess what's happening? Probably trying a little bit too hard. Oftentimes there's a sense of, ah, gosh, now I can relax. Meditation is over, right? And we have this idea that the real practice is to sit down, close the eyes, and then do what? I don't know. Wait for the bell. bell. (laughs) That's our practice, yeah. We we rush to the hall to get calm, we sit down, and then we sit there waiting for the bell. (laughs) So... Actually, Utejaniya was um, saying one yogi who's seeing them kind of rushing to the hall, or just rushing, and he's like, well, what, where are you going? I was like, oh, the sitting's about to start. You know, I've got to go be mindful. So the whole idea of I'm going to go be mindful somewhere else in the midst of a kind of agitated state, right? And of course, that was very, very comical to, to Utejaniya. And I said, okay, go, go, go. <laughs> Try. It always encourages this sort of exploring. Try, try. You know. So I'd like to just invert that a little bit. And with Utejaniya, he actually, he saw how attached I was to my sitting practice. And when I would report, for a long time, he wouldn't let me report about my sitting. He wanted to know what would happen from the moment the bell rang. Right? I heard the bell then I'd start to get up anything in that territory, walking around, going to get a tea, whatever it was. He wanted to know if there were moments that I remembered to be aware. And the practice is the same that Andrea was pointing out. We're not trying to get something focused you know, intensively. It's just this light reminder, what can I be aware of? So when we talk about walking practice, you might have an image of it being formal, finding a pace back and forth. So you can do that, you know, a pace maybe the width of this room. But again, it's not a goal that we're going to go do. The intention is to really continue practicing in any posture. And we don't want to think about meditating as being sitting with the eyes closed. This is a convenient posture to be in to remember to notice. But if we only associate being mindful with the eyes closed and sitting, we don't really cultivate that maturity of the practice when the eyes are open and we're moving around. Do we we remember something? How we're feeling? Okay, so in the walking practice, we don't have to move slowly. You can explore that as you want, the speed. 
right? But speed is independent of awareness. Okay, I'd like to maybe just do one little exercise with you. I'd invite you to move your hand uh, like this. Some of you have done this with me before. So just feeling your hand, able to be aware of the sensations of your hand as you move. Just give me a little nod. Can you feel your hand? Okay, that shows me both you can feel and that you're alive. That's great. (laughs) Okay, move it a little bit faster. Can still feel? Yeah. Okay, now faster. Awareness still there? Feeling? Okay, now go ahead and shake the awareness off. (laughs) That always brings some laughter, right? So can't really shake the awareness. And yet, we sit down and we try to be aware and it becomes really hard work. Or we start walking and it becomes hard work because we begin looking for something. Or we don't see that we're using our mind in a, in a tense way, a striving way. So the walking practice, very natural. Remembering to be aware. And it may be simply noticing that the body is moving. It can be the temperature. It might be remembering that you're seeing or hearing. And again, anything that keeps the kind of the light embers of mindfulness glowing, right? Where it's like moment by moment blowing on these embers. And this is where I'd say the, the, the real challenge against our ego comes up, which is to really trust that light moments of remembering to be aware is all that's needed. We're so used to trying to get something done. And if we really think about practice as being a way of living, it's a lifestyle. It's not something we compartmentalize into little periods. This is something that we're inviting ourselves to do all the time. So we want to learn how to practice so that it's not tiring. It's really inviting. What does it feel like to be aware? What kind of energy is necessary for awareness to arise and to continue doing this so that the mind feels more and more rested throughout the day rather than more tired? This phrase that Uteshaniya uses, which is called Dhamma Trauma, so dhamma trauma, guess what that is? Right? It's the trauma that from, comes from focusing right? really hard. And then we no longer want to practice. And he'd say some people, when they had passed by the dhamma hall at Sri Min in Burma, the meditation center, their heart rate would start to go up as they would get closer to the dhamma hall because it was this sense of, oh no, here we go again. It shouldn't be like that. It should be more like, oh, right, it feels nice to be aware. It feels nice to be aware. So that's the invitation. The walking is more important. Now, every moment, right? Every moment the same. Remembering to be aware, using the walking, any posture, connecting with what's present. Right? And particularly when we're walking the body, we have more movements in the body. We have opportunities to be aware of seeing and hearing if we have hearing. Right? So we have these, we have these opportunities to really support continuity. And I'd like to just see if Nisha has a few bits that I've missed. 
Um, I, I just was reminded of some things from hearing about what you shared, Alexis. Um, I I think in the uh, I'm just kind of even noticing in my own experience um, uh, the momentum of of life before retreat and um, and that that is what is arising in awareness the awareness of contraction or or pain in the body from um, from that momentum or who knows where um, and one of the things that Seiro Tejania um, said that really uh, helps me with with this experience. You hold it to the side. To the mind. side, okay. <laughs> it's part of the training. Um, uh, is, uh, is the relaxation piece, and I think he had said, relaxed and relentless interest. <laughs> For me, somehow those words work. <laughs> um, and what really supports that is uh, the the teaching that he offered about um, the appreciation for whenever mindfulness arises to to uh, have some appreciation for it uh, that seems to help with this this aspiration for continuity so much so. I'd share that.